0: This is Tani Talks Radio, the sheer where we talk a topic for the week for the audience members to keep. The sheer should be in the merit of the safe and healthy return of all of the captives. The sheer should be for the Rafu shalema of all of the injured and sick and for the safety, protection, and success of all of the soldiers and our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. Additionally, the shear should be for the complete refuah and Yeshua and refuah shalema of Rafael Peretz Mayor Ben Sara. We should only know from good things. We should only know from terrific things. All of us should have a complete Yeshua and refuah in all ways, and we should be zoch for the coming of Mashiach. Sitkenu and the building of the third Beis speedily in our days, and may that in fact be today. As people who live in Western society, we just have way too much stuff. There's just way too much stuff. All of us, we have so much stuff. Ever notice how much stuff we accumulate over the years? When we were moving from our Brooklyn apartment to our Long Island home, we got an 18-foot truck, 18 feet, and it just wasn't big enough. And at that time, we were married only three and a half years, had one small baby, a toddler, like 16 months, One was on the way. We didn't even have so many people in our immediate family yet. We had to go back twice to the apartment in a minivan to get the rest of our stuff. I think of our own house and how much stuff is in the attic. The attic itself, I always talk about how I really don't even want to approach that mission that... Idea. I don't even want to approach that um, whole situation, that whole room, really the whole area. We have two sides of it, basically. There's the desk side and then all the accumulated stuff over the years in the undercarriage area, the understorage area, and then there's the bed side. We have two beds up there for guests. So there's all that stuff that accumulated over the year. I just can't even, you know, fathom it. Once, God willing, we're out of the baby stage and the kids are older and I could go through the stuff and donate. All of that stuff would be fantastic and I could really debunk that area, but really just not physically realistic now. Even the basement had a ton and ton of stuff and I spent a whole day, literally a whole day, going through all the stuff in the basement and we debunked it i did it i was very proud of myself i did a great job debunking it you know we made the chill area down there i have the two egg grade chairs and i have the uh the three-seater couch and the one-seater couch and the ottoman that we got from a giveaway on one side the other side we have the library area the bookcase with the library and then we have the game closet the makeshift closet with our laundry machines and the freezer and then we have some of those uh storage units where we keep some stuff down there but you know, I had to debunk that also. And how much stuff do we have in each of the kids' rooms? You know, they have their dressers, and they have their built-in closets, the small closets, and our room also. We think about how much stuff we have. Every year, Yad Lea comes to our town after sukkahs around mid-fall time, and they're able to take stuff. And I was very proud of our stuff in the past. Every year, we try to give a bag or two. Last year, we gave three bags. This year, Baruch Hashem, we we got, we got gave four bags. I went through my six drawers and my tiny half a tiny tiny rod in the closet my wife went through the the kids closet where she gave some hanging stuff in the top in the top rod and then in our closet she gave stuff in the first rod we went through and we got four bags we went through her six drawers as well very proud of us that we got four bags but if we have three bags last year four bags this year two bags the year before doesn't that indicate how much stuff we have clothing wise and where? Can I know her? a family of six? We should be to know great things for our family and everyone else. But how much stuff do we have? And of course, at this time, it's apropos to think, what can we donate? What can we give, especially with the matzav in Israel? All those people displaced from the the barbaric, barbaric, inhuman people, wouldn't even call them people, the creatures who attacked us cowardly on Simcha's Torah. And they... they killed so many, so many, so many people, and displaced so many, so many people, and those people have nothing, they have nothing, and how many duffel bags, Baruch Hashem, from different communities around New York, and around all of the USA, and around the whole world, and even within Israel itself, people were giving, and giving, and giving, and how wonderful, wonderful it is, giving money, giving finances, but giving clothing, of course, the Tzitzah's donation, the Tefillin donation, the Kippah donation, I love that, the Tal's donation, those are beautiful things, you know, in the end of the day, we... Oftentimes have just too much stuff, and it 's wonderful to donate what you can and to donate what you will even on on the other day, I just went through uh, one of the areas. We used to have a second toy chest. We we donated that one last year to a local family. We keep the toy chest up here, and then downstairs I have like a bin of Duplo, the first Legos, really the second. There's a bigger one for babies, but that's not commonly known. The Quadros, the Cuatros, went through the Duplo box, and basically half of it gave to the the local uh, giveaway truck that's in the Chinese parking lot. I love giving stuff to that when the kids are out grow their shoes or whatnot. Simple thing to donate things, to donate to people in need, and to donate what you can. Sometimes people need food, so people have been so. Good about that in Israel. I just read today that the soldiers were eating in a restaurant and someone came over to the owner and said, please, let me donate their meal. Let me pay for their meal. 300 shekel. And he said, I'm sorry, but five other people already said they want to donate the money to that cause five people. How amazing. There's just too much stuff in our lives. People want more. They always want more. have so Of Those who seek money and want money will never be satisfied by money because money will never stay with you. After 120, it doesn't matter if you've saved up millions in your portfolio. If you're gone tomorrow, what's the point of that? Yes, it's good to have for the kids. Yes, it's good to have for the for the future generations. But really, if you think you're storing it for yourself, you're sadly mistaken. People want bigger houses, bigger stuff. There's so much stuff in in our attic, and there was in the basement. They got debunked that mostly. And there's so much stuff in the garage also. For those who have the much bigger houses, much more stuff is accumulated over the years, and it just sits there if you never open the box from when you moved in. It's not going to be opened. If you didn't touch it two years later or five years later, it's just going to be stuck there. What's the point of holding on to things? Are we hoarders? Are we people on those episodes of those shows? Much, much more stuff gets accumulated over the years. It literally just sits there. What can we do with all this stuff? The answer is my opinion is to donate this and donate that. Donate all the stuff. Donate all this. Donate it all. If you have books you no longer read or use, donate it. You know The library takes donations, your local library. If you have good Jewish books you don't want, you don't need, I'd be happy to take it for our free lending library in our town. We have a bookshelf, a bookcase full of Jewish novels for kids and adults alike. If it's Menucha Publishers, it's my favorite, Shar Press, Feldheim, we'd be happy to take it off your hands. We have it for kids, too. Only Jewish books of Jewish novels of Jewish companies. We love to do that. We love to lend it out to people in our town. If you have clothing you no longer use, donate. Yad Lea comes. Every year. Same goes for toys, equipment and the like. We have this little little truck in our town. I'm telling you, you could donate it. Donate this, donate that. Don't wait till you magically get clean up fever or nesting instincts to go through this and donate your stuff. Do what you can. Even Shabbos leftovers can be given to someone else who can use them if you're not going to eat all of them. A lot of times I bring it to my work site. I literally make a cake for Shabbos and the cake was like one third eaten. And we got, uh, we bought also a cake for Shabbos, and it was half eaten. I brought it to my work, and they come to me, and they say, Whoa, Mr. Tani, this is delicious. And I'm like, Great. So the work people can use it. There's 40 staff members in my site. Let them have it. You have good food. You can give it to a friend and give it to a coworker. Give it to someone else. Don't let it go to waste. There are many organizations that need donations. I can't even list off to you how many are there. I love the organization by by Shai, the son of Dedi. I love Hashan, the the singer. He's been doing great work nonstop. It's such a beautiful thing. Just one Chesed, Biyachan, and Atzeach. Together, we will win. He's he's like nonstop, nonstop. But of course, United Hatsol needs donations, and Magin David Adon needs donations, and then Zaka needs donations. Of course, they should never have to do their holy, holy work. And there's many organizations accumulating clothing and Tefillin and citizen and keep us. There's so many out there. It's hard to even pinpoint which ones to do. But if you're thinking about other ones, there are also many other organizations you could think of. Cars for Kids, for example, as explained by Wikipedia, a non-profit car donation organization based in Lakewood, New Jersey. It's a non-profit organization that is trying to fund educational, developmental, and recreational programs for low-income youth through programs largely facilitated by its sister charity, URA, which focuses on Jewish children and families. It was founded in 1994. It's headed by Elia Homins at the time of the writing. It's non profit and it takes donations of cars, boats, yachts, yachts and real estate, accepting over 40,000 cars annually. In 2018, they had a revenue of 65 million and expenses of 59 million. And they want to give children, Jewish children and their families opportunities to become active and productive members of communities. They give financial assistance to students to help pay for private school tuition and GED testing. They also have the Chill Zone, an after-school program teaching Jewish culture moral values. And they also have the Summer Zone, The Zone, which operates Jewish sleepaway camps in the Upper Caskel regions of New York. They offer grants to nonprofit organizations and they gave five grand to Girls on the Run International in 2016. They also have coat and clothing giveaways for the needy nationwide, including in Harlem, New York, Washington, and New York, New Jersey. And that's just one of the many organizations. Like I told you about Yad Leal, officially Wikipedia explains to them when they come to us, usually around October time. They are a volunteer-based nonprofit organization which sends clothing to poor families in Israel. It was founded in 2013 20- in 2004, by Passaic resident Jessica Katz and Beta Elite resident Karen Milch Thaler, distributes tens of thousands of articles of clothing to over 25 communities annually, selling them for a nominal fee. Probably just to give the the proper cover to people involved. Yadlea has a volunteer center located in Passaic, New Jersey, where volunteers can pick and choose things they can. Ch- Pick and sort of the different clothing and they could be involved in such a thing when they're when you're involved in such a thing when you're involved in things like this it's a wonderful way of being able to participate to give your clothing doesn't have a place anyway let other people use it let other people benefit from it and let other people see what they could do with it and how they could be involved let them use this clothing you can also be involved in donating toys as well according to high life flame the toy the the Honey Angle toy drive is explained as a prescription for recovery. Play is crucial for helping children cope with medical procedures, doctor visits, and hospital stays. Be part of these toy drives, especially as Hanukkah is coming up in just a couple of weeks. My favorite favorite holiday of the entire year... Literally the best of the whole year. Right here, we're in early November 2023, so God willing, December Hanukkah comes around and it goes way too fast. But they always have a toy drive for Hanukkah. Help keep a child occupied and happy during a turbulent time in his or her life. Select a gift in any price range for a sick boy or girl, ages infant through teens, new unwrapped toys and games only. Check the packaging, labeling for toy safety guidelines and manufacturers, age recommendation. No breakable toys with sharp edges or brittle plastic or glass or detachable small parts no guns or toys that encourage violence, including violent electronic or video games, and gifts for teens are especially appreciated. Toys are carefully selected for High Lifeline patients and siblings by age and interests, and given to children during holiday parties across the country. Double the Mitzvah If you purchase a gift at one of the Toy Drive partner stores, and a portion of the purchase price will be donated to High Lifeline and their many Toy Drive partners. You could also find it Participating in schools and drop-off locations. You could call eight seven seven Chai Life C H A I L I F E, extension six five six, or you can email toys at Lifeline dot org C H A I L I F E L I N E dot org. Excuse me. Pickups of large donations are also arrangeable. In terms of Jewish books or novels, in our town we have one such initiative, the Free Learning Library. My wife and I thought of a couple of years ago already, where Jewish books and novels can be donated as part of the free lending library for others to take and read. In your own town, you could probably donate books to libraries or other places that would be glad to take the books off your hands. My dream, my goal, my vision one day was actually to knock down the shed, which is useless, gross, and like was pecked at from animals previously to us purchasing the house. I want that knocked down. I'd love to build like an 8x13 or a, a 10 by 13 situation, I'd love to have like wall-to-wall shelves around. I'd love it to be weatherproof, and I'd love it to have a lock that the patron can be given if we vet them and trust them, and they could go take their books, and they could return their books, and it could be more self-sufficient. Right now it's in our basement, obviously. They use the back entrance, the cellar door, which I replaced the doorknob to be a real functional doorknob. And now it's a full a full bookcase. One of my bookcases, we have three. One of them is donated to the FLL. To its usage, it's pretty packed, so hopefully Hashem will inspire me to figure out a better solution so it can grow. But that's my solution. I love books. My wife loves books. We love reading Jewish novels, especially on Shabbos and Yomta, We try to read Then It's a huge menuchas and nefesh for us. It's a huge way to enjoy Shabbos, especially the long, the long Friday nights in the fall and the winter. There's nothing better than our electric fireplace going, and the heat is on, and we cozy up to the book on the very comfy couch we switched to last year. Love the FLL, love the idea, and I hope that other people will do it as well. There are also gamachs for everything in life, for different purposes and needs, such as perm costumes, wedding dresses, furniture, baby items, and more. Our town has many different gamachs. They have a dress gamach, they have a table gamach for simchas, of course, our lending gamach for the books, and there's a the metal equipment gemacht. There's also baby gemachts. There's food gemachs, there's the food bank of course itself in our town, wonderful wonderful ideas and you can do it in your own town and of course now during the war Israel should be matzeikh, successful with Mashiach and the is coming speedily in our days but there are so many things that could be donated so many things that could be given, so many things that could be done to give and help in Israel and around the world, if you have an idea, you could have a jewelry gemach. you could have a custom gemach. too we have that here in our town too, there are many ones that could be started, could be done you just have to think of it, the possibility are endless. If you think of it, you, you think what you could do, there's what you can do. Listen to this from Linda Herschel on Chabah.org. The person wants to be the person wants to be involved in a gemach. This person has a, re- a limb reset Gemach. You know what that is? The person comes and their the elbow, a lot of kids, you know, they damage their elbows, they damage their shoulders when they're playing. A person knows how to properly reset it. This person, Chamano, said, Dude, she has a limb reset Gemach. What is a Gemach? A Gemach is short for Gemilat Chasadim. You look it up on Google, you can't find any appropriate translation. It offers words like charity, benefaction, philanthropy, favor, and benevolence, but these words just don't capture the idea of a gemach, of the depth and breadth and the flavor of wonderfulness that gemachs are. A gemach, a classic gemach, is a free loan society. People borrow either small amounts or large chunks of money without having to pay interest. In addition to complying with the biblical prohibition on ribis, charging interest to or from fellow Jews, these gemachs are a lifeline for people in need. People contribute monthly to a gemach where the children are very young. That was considered charity or master or tithes or income. Years later, you borrow from gemachs to help pay for children's weddings, and now you can use it and you could pay back. But there's a broader way of thinking about the demach- gemachs, the non-monetary gemachs, like those that share all kinds of items or services. These gamachs either don't take money or take a deposit or a token amount of money. So it's a kind of charity as well. The giving is certainly benevolent, especially when it can mean answering the door at all hours of the night or day. There are a few that entail an investment of money, so that may be called philanthropy. But the best translation for gemach is an act of loving kindness. You look at the phone book. In your town, in your hometown, and in the town of Beit Shemesh, you could find 151 categories of gamachs. Under each category, there could be an average of five or more addresses where you call or just show up to borrow or receive, free of charge, whatever service you might need. An example of gamach, sometimes it's the last day before school break, you don't have any small change. You need to give your daughter $5 that morning to help pay for the teacher's present. Maybe you need to get to urgent care quick, clinic quickly. You don't have money for a taxi. A neighbor of the person who wrote this started a small change, Gemach. Anyone in the building can borrow up to 50 shekels, around 15 bucks. Started as a Meredith recovery of the nephew who had the big C. There was a time where a person was visiting for Shabbos with the children, and come 11 p.m., they couldn't find the pacifier. It was destined to be a miserable night. The baby really needs it, really needed it. Parents and grandparents alike wanted to have the peace of mind with the pacifier, but it was gone. You can't buy it. At Shabbos, you can't call, but you knock on the Family store will provide her with a choice of brand new pacifiers in a variety of colors, shapes, and sizes. How cool is that? a pacifier gemach. There are several baby food gemachs. There are for babies who must have food and for mothers who are unable to provide it. There are also mothers who give and donate to the the milk, for the baby milk gemach. Beautiful also, true loving kindness. Suppose a person has a baby on a Friday. You don't have time to make chickpeas for those who do that for Shalom or the gathering many communities have on Friday night to welcome the new soul to the world. What do you do? You call the chickpea gemach. They have a stock of food traditionally served at Shalm Zacher's, chickpeas, and beer. Even if it's literally minutes before Shabbos, Gemachs are something that anyone can do. You don't need a lot of resources. All it takes is someone with a big heart who's creative, who really wants to help others. And some ingenuity had an assistance. I could tell you. The other week... We brought our daughter to the hospital. We were there for all of Simchas Torah, basically save five hours. You know, she was a very high fever and she had the shakes. It was very scary, so we ran over with Hatsala, and we were literally there for a day and a half, the whole time. And I cannot tell you how beautiful it is in the hospital in Long Island, where you walk into the Baker Hallam room, and it's like a known thing. You know, I ask people, walking, where is the room? Where's room? I ask this security guard, this worker, and they're like, ah, the Baker Hallam room, the the Jewish room, right? And like so many people knew the where they they, they directed me to it, and you walk into this room. It is beautiful. It is sparkling clean. It is well kept, and they literally think of everything from the fridge that has cold food for Shabbos has like forty juice boxes, and and they had you know salads, and they had gefilte fish, and they had milk, and they had coffee, they had yogurts, and. They had stuff in the freezer, and then they had snacks. They had a warming drawer, not even a drawer, like a warming oven with, like, 50 meals. They had snacks, they had candy, you know, on on Shabbos and Yom Tov, my guilty pleasure, my minuchas and nefishes to have my pomegranate seeds, and to have my sour stick belts, bites, so... Obviously, I wasn't home, and I'm like, you know, this tiny indulgence would be so nice for my minucha for Yom Tov. And look at, lo and behold, they had Jolly Rancher candies, the the sour ones. I'm like, wow, they think of everything. They had snacks, gluten free snacks. They had cereals, and they literally had so much that I went back at least four times. And I had chalas, and I had kiddush, and it was so beautiful. You feel like a hug from these people. They even had a talisman to fill in for those who forgot to bring to the hospital. Beautiful, beautiful think of everything and on a it was success, it was success. They also had a Luluf and an astrog. Beautiful what they think of they even have a little table and they had magazines and newspapers also. They literally thought of everything. And of course they had a hot water urn and a coffee thing as well for people's fascinating what a beautiful thing I call that a gemach too because it's such a gemilas chesed for people who are in the hospital and you feel a little hug from home you feel a hug from the Jewish people having to be there and each time we had a kid if it was on Yom Tov even if not I went to the Bikr room too and I love that they have that it's so 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 nice there are so many gemachs by so many people many people have very interesting things you know the Misask, and we should never know from such things, they take care of Avelis. There's people who take care of, you know, battery recycling and car bike rack. And Shomron, by the way, and Haverim. These people who literally help keep us safe and help keep us. I called on Haverim at least twice. One time the car battery died in the driveway. Another time I drove my wife to Shevbrochos and the car battery died while I was waiting for her. Really, creepy, I was not in my own town. Both times they came, to help me out, they restarted the battery, we ended up replacing the battery. They even checked my tires, now they need more pressure again. But really, these are wonderful things. And that's all, of course, also, is literally a chesed, they do it for free. There's wonderful things. Wonderful, wonderful things. There's also battery recycling, a car bike rack, a to, mar- to borrow, manage, barge can- marriage barge canopy, copy documents, computers, elevator rescue, freezer space giving people extra food storage one time we didn't have enough room before pesach and we had like all this chametz that was going to go to waste and it was good for way after pesach we asked one of our friends in the neighborhood and they donated like a shelf or two in their freezer which was so nice so it's a really nice type of thing to do measuring spoons for baby formula mouse traps we should never know from such things pin for gas burner, snake catching. One of the words our sages use to describe the Jewish people is gemilas chassadim, those who do acts of love and kindness. We're a nation who puts into practice good deeds and kindness, from small to big, in pregnancy and death, and everything in between, someone who's ready to help you out. It makes you wonder what kind of act of gemilas chassadim can you consider doing. The Sisterhood has a clothing rematch. Sister currently operates a clothing exchange to help empty and refill closets, Shabbos, school clothes, comforters, shower curtains, so much more. There's a Gemach for similar ground dress. There's a maternity clothing Gemach, as well as a skirt Gemach. There's a shtick Gemach for weddings. There's a medical Gemach. And there's so many wonderful things. Their garage, they use it for their medical supplies. They weren't going to use it anyway. In Long Island, most people don't even use their garage for a car. They use it for storage. Other places also have money gemachs and loaning money, interest fee gemachs, car seat gemachs if less than five years old due to regulations or 10 for other types of seats. Places have gemachs for wedding centerpieces, formula, cell phones, chairs, table moving items, gardening, food, household items, shoes, shaitos, jewelry. farm, Jewish novel lending libraries like ours, achnasas, orchem folding beds. We actually have two cots that we lend out all the time in our basement. Cooking items, travel items, kid items like high chairs or ways and so much more. There's all these things and places we can do, places what we can donate for. We personally lent out multiple items from the list that didn't cost a dime and how wonderful it is to give to others, to do for others, to to contribute to others. Why not? You have all this stuff. It's just going to sit in your house. JTA.org points out, Need a wedding dress and don't have the thousands of dollars it might cost? What about a Purim costume or a bicycle or a loan for a new car? A gemach can help. We know that gemach stands for gemilut hasadim, and gemelid hasadim, acts of kindness. It referred originally to the fund, then it was loaning monies to Jews' interest fee, like the Hebrew Free Loan Society of New York. Over time, it really... in to include all types of loans, it's possible to find a gemach for virtually everything nowadays. Interest-free loans, the baby supplies, the wedding clothes, everyday clothes, props for wedding celebrations, mall stuff signs. There's a gemach for bicycles. Started for Hasidim and Crown Heights, a gemach can be difficult for the uninitiated to crack into because of its nature. It's often limited to a local Jewish community, but really tracking down a gemach either to make a donation or buy an item is a great excuse to fill your with Rise yourself with the local Jewish community. You could always start your own if there isn't one in your community already. Rabbi Pakuz points out on H.com, what can you do to ensure you have a portion in the world to come? A wagon driver, a simple man, once asked the Chavetz Chaim, Rabbi Rishon, Mayor Kagan, this question. The Chavetz Chaim, the greatest rabbi of his generation, advised him start a Gemach, a free loan society. The word Gemach is an acronym for Gemilas chasadim, doing Good deeds of kindness. Pirkei Elvis, Ethics of the Fathers, which we now do around once a week or so in season seven, the mission teaches us in one, two, Shimon Tzaddik used to say that the world stands on three things Torah, prayer, and deeds of loving kindness. In the Talmud, Yavama 79a tells us that the Jewish people are known by three traits. Merciful, morally sensitive, and doers of kindness. How one expresses those qualities is only limited by his or her imagination. Creativity and sensitivity to others' needs. This fits right in with the highest level of Rambam's eight levels of tzedakah. Righteousness, philanthropic assistance to others to help a person before he becomes impoverished with a loan or finding him a job or a business deal. The motto, to give people a chance to stand with dignity on their own two feet. There are literally thousands of different types of free loan societies. They even have a directory in many different towns. You can borrow tables and chairs, like we told you about, even dishes and silverware. If there's a pharmacy issue, a pharmacy is closed, one can go to a medicine gemach. Imagine the joy of being able to borrow the right power tool. And you can have... Different ones, like the Yatzar one in Israel, for medical equipment, including beds, wheelchairs, and oxygen machines. There are so many different ones and so many different answers of different things that people might need in their life. We are told also in Perkeolis, the mission teaches us, for Yaakov said, the world is compared to a corridor before the world to come. Prepare yourself in the corridor in order that you may enter into the banquet hall. Better one moment of repentance and good deeds. In this world, than all of the world to come, and better one moment of spiritual pleasure in the world to come than all of the life in this world. If one wants to talk about ultimate pleasures it's in the next world, one wants to talk about doing good, fulfilling your destiny, fulfilling the, the Almighty's will, making the world a better place, perfecting your character, then this world is the place. In the next world, there's no opportunity to do mitzvahs, so you got to do it here. Or a better way to have pleasure in this world and the next to help others by being involved in a gemach? Hashem himself tells about Avraham. We're in these partials of Avraham. I love these partials of Avraham. They go too quick. Why did Hashem love him? I have loved him because he commands his children and his household after him that they keep the ways of the Almighty and to do the righteousness and justice. From Horatius You want to know how the Torah teaches about kindness and help others? Read the classical essential book Ahavas Chesed, by the Chavitz Chaim, available at your local Jewish bookstore or online. Simple thing to be involved with. Simple aspect. Donate all the things. Donate all of it. Donate it all. Donate this. Donate that. Do what you can to be involved. A person wants to be involved in helping out the community, but you might not have the time to go to each person's house. The best solution is to make a gemach. Do what you can. Nobody blinks when they think about a sitter gamach or a gemach or a tabletop gemach, a tablecloth gemach. What's unique nowadays are the unique gamachs. Nothing is too small or too strange. Stop on gamach. For the stranger, the better. Find your niche. How about an oven mit gamach? A lint roller gamach? A thimble gamach? It's simple, really. Think of some need your community might have and address it. You know what you can do? You could find anything. There are wonderful things that could be an addition to your neighborhood, to your thing. Really, it could also... Be involved with something that can help out others, especially when it's in line with your own personality. If you love to read, then donate the book so that other people can have the joy of reading. You love to listen to Torah tapes or Torah lectures, and you have those Torah tapes, then give them out. Come on, hop on the bandwagon and open a bandwagon gabach if you want. Gabachs can happen different things in different ways. Well, different aspects are different well in different ways you can do what you do if you can't open a gemach which is okay you can be involved in a gemach itself we know that the highest level we talked about is the giving someone a job giving someone what they need giving someone what they're missing in their life that is the highest level, giving them a gift, giving them a job, giving an offer of employment. The Gemach is a wonderful thing. If you start a business, you're teaching someone to stand them up in their two feet, that's the much better way. As the old saying goes, rather than give a person fish to eat, teach him to be a fisherman. you give a man a fish, then you know he will only be able to eat that day. But if you teach a man to fish, then he can eat for the rest of his life. Really, there's even a higher level of sadaka being sensitive to someone before he's in trouble. As the sages explain, Rashi points out in Vayikra, it takes one person to support something before it falls, but after it falls, even five people may not be able to lift it. There are different things, you know, free items, Gemach's Facebook groups and WhatsApp groups to be involved in that. And the best part is that it is free. It is so cool to be involved in such a nice thing. You want to be involved in these things... You can do what you can to be involved and listen to this lady, this wonderful lady who is involved in different things. The chicken lady is a person when I when I found this article a few years ago, Chaya Hammer is a person that is involved and capable of doing wonderful wonderful things. She's ninety three at the when I read the article and she has such kindness. She began her kindness campaign many years ago during a routine trip to hackers, a kosher butcher shop in your slime she saw a young girl carrying a huge plastic bag and she saw that it was nothing but fat and skin the girl said thank you and left she when it got to her turn she asked the owner why why does she have chicken scraps how many cats and dogs do they have the the owner explained the family had no pets but seven children the father was On dialysis, they had little income. He couldn't afford to give them more, but they owed him much more. But he gives them fat and skin for chicken soup and for the chilen. So, what did she say? I'm going to do from now on give the family chopped meat and a whole chicken, and she will pay for it. And she went on to take care of 136 families in Jerusalem, as a Chesed said, taking care of their needs, their chicken needs throughout the Shabbos. How beautiful. How wonderful. You can be involved in different things. And in the height of the Corona Times, a family in Houston was involved in making their keepas for other people. What a wonderful thing, a simple thing. They wanted to do something. They were realizing their keepas, realizing that people didn't have the kipas and they needed masks at the time. So they made kipas into protective masks to give them away. And they also had many excessive kipas and they no longer used them. So they were able to do that and they made them in time to donate to, to many people around their life, around their stages. We talk about the idea of how we can give to others, how we can do for others, even in difficult times and turbulent times, but even in regular times also. The Talmud talks about in Baba Basra, 10a, that Turnus Rufus, the wicked Turnus Rufus, asks Rabbi Akiva, if your God loves the poor so much, why doesn't he provide for them? Rabbi Akiva responds that God could easily provide personally for the poor, but he chose to give the Jews, chose to give us the people the merit of giving tzedakah to save us from Gehenna. The major talks about in Rus Rabba, the poor person does more for the rich person than the rich person does for the poor person. Like in, in Megillus Rus, the man I did for today was named Boaz. Boaz provided her with what God could have given himself, but she provided him with a mitzvah, the chance to be godlike. Rambam points out in his commentary to Perkei, Elvis 319, all is judged according to the number of the deeds. Rambam explains it's better to give one dollar of charity a hundred times a $100 of charity one at a time. The more times a person acts in a way that is meritorious and godlike, the more he conditions himself to the performance of mitzvah and purifies his soul. It is a tree of life for those who grasp and his supporters are praiseworthy. From that 3.18, we need to cling to grasp to doing good. Whatever you feel pulled to, you should do. You should donate. You should give. You should contribute. Donate this. Donate all the things. Donate it all. That was why... I wanted to start the FLL to ensure a proper experience for all, to borrow Jewish novels, Jewish books and novels, out of our basement with its own separate entrance and and appointments. People could ask me, and we could work at any times. And I even had our intercom system at a point, and I have special stickers I made that I put in each book, like a real library, and I have a sign-out sheet. Really simple. It could give people our cots all the time. We could try to donate our time and food caking for people. Whatever you could do. Dailygiving.org also is a beautiful thing where they give give a dollar a day to all these different organizations, all these different people. And we want to do what we can to give it to people, to do for others, to give to others. We want to make sure to be... Involved in it giving to others and doing for others and it's good to give your time to different things And of course it's good to give your finances to other time But what about giving your space giving your items giving aspects of your life to do for others? We should always give to others. We should always do for others We should try to do what we can to make sure to give what we can when we can really We're supposed to give a tenth a ten percent of our money But really, you can give up to 20% or a fifth. Remember, it's also time. It's quoted, I don't know if it's verified, that they say Rabbi Feinstein used to say, not just give a tenth of your money, but give a tenth of your time to do for others. Nothing goes with us to the next world nothing comes with us only the good deeds the merits the mitzvahs the chesed the good name we acquire for ourselves donations last more than anything else you can buy and this is the only real money that stays with us and comes with us give whatever you can make sure your money and donations go to trustworthy people and places make sure to donate in whatever way you can with whatever objects or talents you may have to others who need it or want it every day give regularly and quietly first to people and needs within your own town and community before looking elsewhere dailygiving.org is a wonderful organization That they give out the money The powerhouse of wonderful places And they've been giving like five grand now Every day to Israel itself as well During the war with Hamas in fall 2023 Over here When we train our spiritual muscles Every single day we're doing a great service To our giving muscles Watch what you say when you will give or donate, it makes a good reel for life. Follow up and do what you will say we would do, going through with different things. Give what you can with your means and do so in keeping in mind those who are no longer with us as a Zachos for that person. So give whatever you can. Give whatever you can. Donate this, donate that. Have a donation mindset, thinking what we contribute Tell help those around us, thinking what we contribute, what we can do for Israel. We can give to Israel, to the soldiers, to those who are displaced and those who need different things. People have been so creative and how they help people how they help kids making kid packages for kids with toys and puzzles and games and how they went to the different nurseries and, and taking care of the plants and the fish amazing taking care of the families the displaced families were taken in by the hotels without a second thought and they gave them food and clothing amazing people donating all types of garments all types of things for people who don't have, wonderful. Think about doing as is a chus for those who are no longer with us or doing as a hus for those who are barbarically savagely murdered by those beasts who should all be given what they deserve. Go out of your comfort zone to donate and help what you can with those around you. We can make the whole world so much more better. And what more apropos time to think of what we can give, what we could do, what we could donate to the world. We just have too much stuff. We literally moved with an 18-foot truck. We only had one kid at the time, and we had so much stuff. The attic has so much stuff. The basement, Baruch Hashem, I debunked, but it's still stuff. The garage has stuff. We all have so much stuff. Donate what you can. Debunk what you can. There's just too much stuff in this world and Israel and the world at large needs so much stuff. If we can do that we could donate and you can make a gemach yourself in your own home providing for what others may need. How much better the world would be. How much brighter the world would be. How much greater the world would be and how wonderful it would be every single day. This has been Tani Talks Radio where we talk about the sheer the topic for the week for the audience members to keep join us next week god willing same time same place here on tani talks radio and i'm your host tani